Hello, everyone, and welcome to We Are One. You are, too. This is a PlayStation podcast. This is your podcast. If you like what you hear, feel free to drop me a line over at one you are 2 at gmail.com. Of course, subscribe, like, and share me on iTunes as well as SoundCloud. And you can also find me over on Patreon at patreon.com slash weareoneur2 if you'd like to support this podcast. Thanks for listening, and enjoy the episode. to a PlayStation podcast. I am your host, Robert Fanzo. Uh, this is episode two, and uh, we're going to have a little bit different format today. I actually have somebody joining me here as well. Uh, he is the man that Hotels.com recently rated as the guy you're most likely to run into uh, and know no matter where you go. So Matt, you want to introduce yourself? <laughs> hey, what's up? Uh, I'm Matt Rhodes. Uh, I think what he's referring to is that I travel a lot, mostly for uh, hockey, but you know, uh, I also play video games, so uh, I'm also a useless uh, source of knowledge with that when it comes to video games, I think. Um, but yeah, that's a little bit about me. Perfect. Um, yeah, so we're going we're gonna to go through uh, pretty much the same format that I started to lay out last week. Um, hopefully this will be a little bit more polished this week. I uh, do remember that you can find me on Patreon at patreon.com slash we are one, you are two. If you want to donate to the show and make this, um, a little bit better each week. Legit. Legit. Yeah, exactly. Make us legit. You can find me on iTunes as well. Uh, SoundCloud under the same name. So if you want to subscribe, share, um, Check out the last week's podcast, which was a little rough, but you know, I was, I'm still learning what I'm doing, so it'll get better every week, or at least I'm going to pretend it will. Oh, baby steps. Exactly, baby steps. So, one of the things I have that I was thinking about the other day was you've played House Mark games, or right? you've played Rezo Gun, things like that. Yeah. And so, I was actually thinking, I know they said that the arcade shooter, I don't know, did you see that story a couple weeks ago where they talked about how the arcade shooter, they were done with it and they were just not going to do it? It was dead to them. Okay. So, I did not do that. But. Okay, so yeah, I mean, they made Next Machina this year, and they made Matterfall, right. and I loved Next Machina, that was fantastic, and uh, it was a top-down isometric shooter, and I kind of wish, I was thinking about this the other night, I kind of wish they had made, they had stuck with that and stayed in that business, because I would have loved to have seen them do a John Wick, you've seen John Wick. Yeah, the movie? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And so I would love to see them do a John Wick type game, but then I was thinking about the other day, because I've been playing Runer all week. I actually wouldn't mind Devolver Digital doing it, like in a Hotline Miami type style. Yeah. I don't know if that's if that's something that will happen or not, but... Um, I think, especially with, you know, John Wick being kind of a franchise, there's something there for people. I mean, it's, it's kind of, it does kind of have that kind of story where you're just like, this could be a, like a really good shooter with how it's kind of laid out, you know? I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's Hitman-ish. You know? Oh, you know, think about that. He's out of the game of, of being an assassin, right? But, you know... Someone has has crossed him, so that's he kind of gets back sucked back into it. But kind of interesting to explore, like the the aspect of like you know the like in the hotel, like like everything's paid with a, with like those like magic coins or whatever. You know what I mean? Like right. almost like they were like dealing in Bitcoin currency or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
Yeah, well, <laughs> there seems more stable than Bitcoin. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. You brought that up. Actually, IO Interactive got released by Square Enix, but Square Enix let them keep the Hitman IP. Okay. They could do a Hitman-style John Wick game, too, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Hitman's a little bit more methodically paced, but something like Housemark would be good because their games are so frantic. But yeah, I actually wouldn't mind yeah. seeing IO do that, too. I don't know. I know they don't do licensed games as much, but I think that would be a cool... You know, I don't think it would work for Lego. Uh, Lego John Wick, I don't think would work. I mean, there's something about Lego that it wouldn't work in the sense that Lego is geared towards kids. So, you know, they wouldn't necessarily do it. But there would just be something so satisfying about just like shooting a dude and him just like crumbling into like little Lego blocks. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. there's something about that game as non-violent as it is. It is kind of hilarious to see the violence. Like when you're playing like a Star Wars or whatever, you know, because you're basically killing these little blocks. But, you know, they're just blocks. So they just explode in this tiny little pile of blocks and then disappear. That would be kind of cool, I guess, with with Wick. Yeah, for them to do like a mature title. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, again, if you don't know, this is a PlayStation podcast. Uh, This is made by me, but it's for you guys. And so if you have an opportunity and you want to email something we're talking about here, feel free to email me at weare1ur2 at gmail.com. Let's get on to some of the PlayStation news. I don't know if you've been keeping up on anything. I call this the PS hyphen N segment so that I don't get the PSN copyright slap there but playstation news right have you followed any news this week i honestly i've been so backed up because of being in pittsburgh i have not seen much of the playstation aspect news of it i've been watching a couple videos about you know things that people want to be free on the on the store and stuff like that like games that like are their ip that should just kind of be free games oh okay just like youtube videos about that and suggestions like you know these games are are relatively old and you know are owned by sony interactive so why aren't they just kind of like free games and a couple of them were games that were like you know the game of the month Mm -hmm. but i do think that there is something to be said for them kind of you know i understand like the the monthly thing but there's something to be said for like you know having like a catalog and i know of course they would want to push like playstation now which is like their streaming thing right Mm -hmm. Uh, i feel like there should be some things that are just free you know i mean like games you know a couple of suggestions were games that were release titles like Killzone and um, Infamous. Oh, Infamous too, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so like Second Son was one, wasn't it? I believe it was one month. I know, I know the um, the DLC was the DLC was, but I don't think that I don't think the actual game ever was. Hmm. Was it First Light? I think it was called. Was the DLC right? That was you know kind of a standalone DLC. But yeah, I don't think they ever put Second Son out as an actual. I could be wrong. I'm sure they might have in the in in Europe September actually of last year. I'm gonna have to look and see. I don't know. You might be right. It might not be. Uh, I'll say things and people will be like, email you like, hey, how dare you? Well, they're welcome to. Yeah, for sure. So I actually have six items and one of them is actually one of the ones you were just talking about. So I guess I'll start there. Uh, I did see that this week on the store I was looking at it and I saw that PS exclusives are being advertised heavily as being on PS Now. And so I'm assuming that that includes anything from this generation, I guess. Um, and so that's kind of ties in, I guess, what you were talking about. I know that's your streaming service and it's separate from PS Plus, which is another news item here, but I did see that PS exclusives on PS Now are being pushed. Um, and then tying into the PS Plus comment, PlayStation this past year, this past holiday season, they released the numbers and they said they've total sold now 73.6 million units. Uh, it was a lower holiday season than last year. And that PS Plus is now up to 31 and a half million subscribers. And so if you look at that, 
What I thought was most interesting about that is that's actually less than half of people who own a PlayStation. That's well, crazy to me. It is because PS Plus is required to do anything online. Exactly. I think that's that's what makes it insane for me because uh, I guess it just means people. I mean, really, it's just half the people don't maybe just don't care about online stuff. But I mean, I feel like there's so many games that are online. I mean. You look at, like, Call of Duty or whatever, like, sure, there's a campaign, but that's an eight-hour campaign. You can finish it in a day. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. instead of going to work one day, you can just finish the Call of Duty campaign. For replayability and and stuff like that, I I feel like it's kind of crazy not to have it. Yeah, I mean, I don't even think anybody plays the Call of Duty campaign. I mean, I know people do, but, you know, (laughs) that's not what it's known for, right? Right, Um, yeah, of course. But I do find that interesting, because that does tell you that single-player games, I mean, that whole thing with that people have been griping about, about moving towards multiplayer direction and things like that. Just that alone should tell any publishers that, look, there's over half of the units that are being sold that you may not have access to online functionality. And so single player still has a reason to stick around. And so I think that's really what that was telling me is like over half people really only have single player experience. Yeah, that's true. Because you can't get online, right? And so, yeah. you know, you, you miss out on all that. And so unless you're playing single, and I mean, you're missing out on patches and everything as well, but um, that's still the idea that over half of the PlayStations out there don't have that. Now, that also doesn't account for people who have bought more than one that it might have broken or the people who upgraded to the PS4 Pro because I didn't even see that number in there. I would have liked to know what that number was as well, but um, I just found that interesting. I guess that kind of number is kind of amazing to me, but is you're right, kind of a good thing because it shows that developers should kind of have campaigns, single-player campaigns, or, you know, have single-player games that, you know, yeah. because, you know, there's a base for that. Yeah, and tying into that number, I thought this was interesting, too. Um, I'd have to look at exactly how the article worded it, but they, they had mentioned something about 645 million games have been sold as well in the past year. So oh. that's a crazy attachment rate. I'd have to look at the article again, but it's it's 645 million to the 73.6 million, so you're talking about an attachment rate of at least 10 games, right? 9 to 10 yeah. games per system, so that's that's amazing too. Um, that's not yeah. a lot, but it's still impressive. Oh, I guess over the, the lifespan of the PS4 thus far, maybe not a lot, but I mean, I still I still think that's a decent amount. I mean, you know, you think about you know sixty bucks a pop. That's enough. That's like you know six hundred bucks. Yeah, that's still yeah, it's still up there, right? You know, so the people are putting in at least as much as they've paid for the system in games. Because even if you get a pro, I mean, pros, you know, not six hundred bucks. That's four hundred dollars. So right. let me look here. So yeah, okay, so the article's from IGN, right, uh, from a couple days ago, and it says, over 55.9 million PS4 games were sold during the holiday season across the world in retail stores and digitally via the PlayStation Store, making for a grand total of 645 million games sold since December 31st. Sony also announced the number of PlayStation Plus subscribers has reached 31.5 million. PS4's performance over the 2017 holiday season is slightly lower than the year prior, as console sales during the 2016 season reached a total of 6.2 million units, and so they did less than that. They did 5.9, which, oh, you know, 0.3 million. Poor thing. Oh, darn. Uh, yeah, oh, darn, right? So global sales have been 73.6 million, and so that means it's on pace, um, or close to getting close to PS3 numbers, I believe, at this point in its lifetime. It's nowhere near PS2. PS2, I think, total overall during its lifespan sold 180 million units. And I don't think this generation will last that long for that to happen, but it's still pretty impressive. I, I'd like to kind of see the Xbox numbers to as, as a comparison, because, I, I mean, I'm sure they're much lower. And I'm sure that's, that's why it's you know, relatively so high is because, you know, people, especially in the beginning, the way Microsoft kind of handled everything and people were like, oh, well, seems like Sony is going to 
help me out a little bit more in the long run and you know going to take care of me as a as a consumer as opposed to microsoft kind of promising things and then retracting because <laughs> it, they really you know mm-hmm. shot themselves in the butt basically because they thought sony was going to do the same thing and sony pulled a 180 on them yeah so the other thing that i have mentioned two things that i thought were big that i saw today first off you'll enjoy this and then i'm gonna get to the biggest news for me personally of the day but i did see that ac rogue Assassin's Creed Rogue is getting okay. a remaster for PS4 and Xbox oh. One. And so that came out strictly on the PS3, right? And what was that? Two years ago now? Because they didn't have one last year. So two years ago, right? That was the same year that uh, Unity came out. Not Unity, Syndicate. Syndicate, yes. It was, yeah, went Unity, Syndicate, and then they skipped, then they waited. Sometime this year, I'll, I'll have to look at, I don't know if they released a date for it, but I did catch that Assassin's Creed Rogue is getting a remaster this year. I, I mean, I thought Rogue was pretty decent, like, uh, or at least the part that I had played. I, I mean, it kind of fell off a little bit just as far as, you know, backlogging, which I'm sure we'll get to later. Oh, yeah, we will. Yeah, I thought it was a good, you know, I definitely played the opening. I remember it being a decent kind of opening, and it's something I would I would definitely consider playing, mm-hmm. but it is, I think it'll be weird to kind of go back to that after playing Origins, because Origins is such a different game, and it's just so good. Like, I mean, I know people are like, oh, it's probably, it's repetitive, and it, it is kind of one of those things where, you know, trophy your grind was kind of crazy because of, like, you know, the one trophy is habits, I think it's called, and, like, how long that takes to find every single location because it's such a massive map, and there's so many, like, little places here and there, like, along the way. But I think they've done well by themselves to kind of take that year off and, like, rebrand themselves. Yep. I think that that will benefit them greatly. And I, I don't know. I mean, for me personally, especially with this Assassin's Creed series, the one thing that I liked about it the most was it seems like it was, like, very well-researched and very well, like, thought out. And, like, you know, the history one of the things that was fascinating about it, and I feel like, to a large extent, when they were pumping things out, they kind of got away from that a little bit. Yeah. You know, it was just kind of like, oh, let's, let's just build this game real quick. And I'm not saying that they were quickly put together, per se, but, I mean, you know, when you're churning out things that, you know, go by the wayside at least a little bit, you know, I think that was part of it, you know? I mean, not to say that, it, like, with Black Flag, I love Black, but I don't know how much of that was, like... Plays in the sun? Right. Which yeah. is one of the things I feel like they prided themselves on. I mean, and maybe I'm, maybe I'm completely off base. Maybe maybe a lot of that is, you know, you know, was was well researched and like, you know. No, I mean, I I agree with you. I, I looked it up and it's March 20th, and so we don't have to wait very long. It's a couple months. Oh wow. And so they've clearly been working on this for a while. Um, although, we'll see. It says remastered. We'll see how much of it's actually... I mean, they're going to include all the game's add-on content, two bonus missions, oh, um, nice. the Templar and Explorer packs, um, as well as Bakes legacy outfit from origin so they're adding that in there too it'll run at standard 10p uh resolutions again from ign.com with 4k support on ps4 pro and xbox one x yeah in 2014 so it's actually been three years four years now i guess technically four years so yeah technically four you know a little under so that's kind of cool that is not as exciting to me as praise the sun dark souls is getting a remaster Right, I gotta praise the sun. I gotta throw my hands up and praise the sun. It's coming to Switch, PS4, Xbox One, and PC. So it's actually coming to Switch too. That's kind of crazy to me. Is Switch? Yeah. That, well, that's now a reason for me to own Switch because I played it on three. And if you didn't have enough reasons, I know. Like, I, yeah, and we'll talk about that too. Is if I don't have enough of a backlog, I'm so pumped because uh, that's even more reason to get Switch. I played it on three, and I 
I feel ashamed for saying this, but uh, I never finished it. I got all the way. I think I had maybe, you know, a couple hours left. How dare you say you're such blasphemous things? I know. If, if there's any From Software fans listening, I'll probably be crucified. I feel like that's your... My jam. For sure. Like, Dark Souls is like your your go-to IP. It is. I mean, well, Bloodborne is kind of what channeled me down that path because I didn't have any interest beforehand. And then I went yeah. back and played one, and I got through three-fourths of it easily. Um, and then I played a couple hours of two and I didn't care for it because it wasn't the same. And you could tell that Miyazaki wasn't involved as much with it. Uh, and then I played three and I finished three, just like I finished Bloodborne. And so I've finished both of those and I've played them. I've started new games in both of them, but I never got back to the old one. And, and I don't know, just, I like the slightly quicker pace that they put in three and Bloodborne. And so maybe that's why I never finished one. I don't know. I mean, I did watch that prepare to try. And so that kind of pushed me to get back into it then maybe this is an excuse for me to finally finish finish the thing even though i put 60 or 70 hours into the one on three um, i should just go back and finish that all right so that's i think all the news i covered oh no i got one more for you and i know this isn't your your thing um so this is the final item on the list here and then we'll move on uh, to our, our topic of conversation but uh i read as well this week that over 130 games are going to be released for psvr this year that is nuts and clearly says that there's enough health in the vr space that they feel that they can get people to back and make 130 games and so uh, i know a lot of people were critical of it but it sounds like it's not going away i guess my question is how many have they sold uh last i had checked they had sold over a million and they were approaching almost two million their hope was to get one out of every 10 ps owners i think to have one or something like that i remember reading it a while ago and so six million there is their aim basically six yeah or seven. i mean they, they were they were they said they had done better than they expected so when you sell two million units and that's better than you expect i guess you know that's that tells people and i think with it being i don't know if you noticed but it went down over the holidays it was down to 199 for like the base unit okay and so with it being down like that, I wouldn't be surprised if they sold, they didn't release any numbers, but I wouldn't be surprised if they sold another half a million uh, during that time too. Yeah, I feel like there's, I, I don't know, for me, and you know, maybe this is, you know, <laughs> just me and, or, I don't know, I feel like there's this like. Probably is just you. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like, there can be like these motion sickness issues with things. So the last oh, thing is. I want from a video game is to be like wanting to like throw up <laughs> because of, <laughs> because I've played it for a couple hours, you know what I mean? And I feel like when it comes down to it, as far as, like, time-wise, dividing time between, you know, regular PlayStation or PlayStation VR, when that something like that is a factor, it's just, it becomes not worth it for me because I don't feel like I would spend enough time to justify the cost. Yeah, and, and that's, I mean, that's the problem as adult gamers, and I, that's kind of what I covered in my topic last year, or last week, I'm sorry, uh, yeah. who are who are games, for, well, I guess it was technically last year, too. Yeah. Who are games for now? Are they for the 14-year-old or are they for the 30-year-old? Because the storytelling is for the 30-some-year-old. And right. the development, right, the growth of the medium is. But the length of time, like, I know how much you put into Origins. I know how much I've put into uh, the Souls series. I know how much I'm putting into Persona. Still not done with that thing. 
But I mean, I don't have that time. And so you're right with VR. VR, I love VR. I love the idea of it. I tried it out when it was, I got a chance to try that out and I loved it. Um, I just don't have the time. I have a backlog as it is. And I guess we should probably talk about that soon. Um, the only thing, other thing I wanted to mention that wasn't PlayStation related, and this is probably why you can't get through as many games as you can, is I saw Rocket League hit a milestone uh, this week as well. Did you see that? No. 40 million players. Ugh. With the release on Switch, they're now up to 40 million players. Now, some of those are probably duplicates. I mean, I have it on my Mac as well as... I'm sure... I'm sure people, I mean, all the... Uh, not all, per se, but like, uh, you know, a good chunk of the Rocket League videos that I watch on YouTube or, the, you know, the guys that I follow on that, they have it on Xbox, they have it on Steam, you know what I mean? So, you know, it is one of those multi-platform purchases kind of a game. Yeah. And I think mainly because people get so sick of the console just for, just performance-wise. Because, you know, on PC, you know, performance is just so much better. You know, faster, you know, frame rate and all that, all that kind of stuff. You know, frames per second and all that. Why, if especially if you're serious about it and you really want to, like, you know, get into it like a lot of people do, mm-hmm. why bog yourself down with things that you're annoyed with? You know what I mean? Yeah. Why not just go, just say, you know, screw it, buy it. You know, for it, buy it for how much ever it is on Steam, and just you know play it through your computer. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, I was definitely going to re- mention Rocket League when we get to the topic because that is definitely part of why I have a backlog. Yeah, <laughs> let's bring this up. This is time for the talk. Um, to me, this isn't necessarily an important topic. It's not something that. Um, I've ever heard talked about on our podcast. It's not something necessarily I think everybody cares about. And some people might not even... I I don't think that's true. I think a lot of people struggle with this because I see it all the time on forums and things like that. Um, Even on the Facebook groups I belong to. That's backlogs. Uh, Every gamer I know complains about their backlog. I gripe about it. Um, I always tell myself I'm going to get rid of it. But it's a a grim, dreadful reality, especially if you're an adult gamer. And it persists, in my opinion, because we always have to have the hottest, newest game. And so that's why I'm just now getting to Prey because Prey got shelved. Um, when Persona came out and then this came out and then that came out and then over the summer I was busy and so I set it aside and I was thinking about how it's not always that way I mean you think about NES and SNES Genesis I remember playing games over and over again I used to go to the video store and I'd have to rent the same ones over and over again because nothing new was out and I saw on Steam on uh, on a what was the oh it was, it was a Twitter handle at Steam Spy um, this was Way of Damon from IGN I saw he tweeted out or retweeted that 7,762 games were released on Steam last year. That's insane. It is insane. (laughs) So, I mean, what do we do with a backlog? And I guess what I, my question I really wanted to know was what constitutes a backlog? Like, what's the oldest game in your backlog? Will you ever get to it? What do we owe to those games? You know, if you buy a new game, how long until you play it? If you buy two games at once, if you start a game and then set it aside for something else, are you done with it? Does that fall into the backlog? Like when, when do you officially say, "Hey, this has become part of my backlog"? Because uh, you know, I've been playing Ruiner, but if I set that aside now, uh, you know, how much time passes before I say, "Well, now it's in my backlog"? Yeah, well, I mean, I think that's kind of the problem for me as far as backlog. Like, so I have GameFly, and I need to cancel it because it's just. <laughs> Not cost effective because I have near and oh, game of the year for me last year. Right, I have and I and I enjoyed the first couple playthroughs, but I only got through the 
first one and a half one and a half maybe oh. two yeah so, you're missing it um, if you only got through the first one and a half but that's a different topic yeah but so I wanted to continue to play it but what came out I don't know like everything uh, like, uh, everything <laughs> like I, so I, I started late to begin with and then like Origins came out and South Park Fractured But Whole came out like games that I knew for sure I wanted to play like I played near I played a demo I wasn't super impressed and then you were like praising it all the time so I was like well whatever I'll <laughs> I basically forced it down your throat. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah, exactly. And I, and I did. I enjoyed it. It's, it was, you know, once I really got into it, it was, it, you know, it is a really kind of cool game. But that's been my game on Gamefly for... Oh, At least me, four or five months, I bet. Yeah, let me find it. Let me pull up my Gamefly on my phone real quick. I'll just say that um, if I ever get Gamefly to sponsor this show, you will not cancel your subscription. And I will renew mine. So there's a free plug for Gamefly if they're they're listening right. for any reason or anybody who works for Gamefly and wants to, you know, give me a sponsorship, go for it. Yeah, um, no, I mean, I would love to, but I, <laughs> so it says shipped August 31st. Oh, wow. All right. Well, you know, you must just hang on to another six months and make it uh, close to a year. Yeah. So let's say one, two, three, four, five months it's been. Oh, well, you know, four and a half, right? That's as long as it took me to beat it. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So then you figure out, well, I'm paying $17 a month. I paid more than the game. <laughs> yeah. Twice. It's on sale thing. at this point, and, too. And, and this has happened for a couple of games where I've kept them so long where I'm just like, oh, let me just, you know, they, they have that, like, uh, key for, you know, 20 bucks or whatever. Right. And then they'll send you whatever's on next on your list. Well, I've done that before, and it's been, it's worked out great. You know, however, it's still at like thirty-six dollars. <laughs> like it has not dropped in price because it's like this like weird little engine that could where it keeps chugging along and it, even when I look on Amazon it's still like forty bucks. Yep. And you would think like, you know, I it shipped from Gamefly to me August thirty first, but it had been out what? I mean, when did it come out? Uh foo I wanna say March. Really say March. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, three six seventeen. So I mean, it had already been out for you know, uh five months. Yeah. And here we are coming up on a year and it has not dropped in price. Yeah. But twenty bucks, maybe. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. So there's that backlog. The game five backlog. Thankfully, I don't have that. I will. I will throw that in there. And that's the same reason because you play through games faster than I do at times. When you when you're not when you don't have Rocket League, you do right. So like you crushed <laughs> you crushed the first Wolfenstein faster than I did. I finished Wolfenstein two, but again, I think it's because you got distracted. You have a little bit more time here and there to do that kind of stuff, and so it's kind of funny. That's why I don't have Gamefly because it would just it would it would crush me. Like it's bad for you, but it would right. crush me. Well, see, and see, that's the thing though. Like you know, I I did I, I kind of blasted through the original Wolfenstein or like you know the the current generation Wolfenstein. Let's put it that yeah, way. Yeah, new classes. Which I mean, it was super enjoyable. But then I started Old Blood and I got not, not very far into it, and I'm just like, man, what am I doing? Like, do I want to go through this again? And and it's not Old Blood is definitely not. It's short. It took me less than eight hours to beat it. Exactly. It's not a long game. But it's one of those things where am I... And this, of course, plays into the backlog. Am I trophy hunting or am I enjoying this game? Yeah, and that's... Well, cool. for Wolfenstein, it was luckily a little bit of both. But then once I got to Old Blood, I'm just like, 
do I really want to go through this and trophy hunt for the platinum? I mean, it doesn't seem like it would be hard to platinum. Right. And, but at the same time, why don't I just enjoy it for one day and beat it? And just enjoy it. Yeah. So there's like that kind of playing into the backlog system too. And then because it's the same franchise, not that it's not that it's a bad franchise by any means, but then Wolfenstein 2 I haven't even touched because yeah. I, you know, I want to play That's it. That's New Colossus. Yeah, I misspoke before. The other one's uh, not New Colossus, but yeah, the first one is not New Colossus. I actually, it's not New Order. New Order. I, yeah, I, New Order. New Colossus. I mean, wait, yeah. let me see. It should be on my thing here. No, you're right. Yeah, it's new, new order, order yeah. old blood. It's old new blood. old new. So yeah, yeah, and then the and then new Colossus. Yeah, so it's just do. Am I burned out on this franchise then? Yep. Because I've played it so much, do I really want to kind of go through that again? You know. Right. And it's like, I, yeah, sure. But then, you know, there's other things that are so distracting. I mean, it got <laughs> thankfully it got pushed back. But I love Far Cry. I'm surely going to get that when it comes out. Yeah, same here. Um, you know, but and then Origins. Part of my backlog is, now. Which is cool. I mean, I've, I've already beaten it, but they're releasing new content all the time for it. They have these, like, Those events. Battle of the Gods or whatever it is, you know. Yep. And they have, like, you know, which I can understand is probably the way of the future, where it's going to be, like, you get most of the game, and you'll have to pay for more of it, basically. Some of it can be free, some of it's not necessarily free, depending. Right. But it's kind of nice that they do that, and it's kind of, you know, keeps people interested, keeps people pumping money into it. There are people out there who beat that within, well, I mean, actually, if you look at the, probably on PSN profiles, if you look at the trophy list, I'm sure less than half would beat it. But for the people who did, right, that's a way to extend the life of that game. It's just like, that's the same reason that, that keeps us coming back to something like Rocket League, because honestly, they do those stupid events and pull right. you right in. I mean, it's bad enough it's competitive and, and that's just our nature, but that yeah. pulls us in, so it extends the life yeah. of the game. Plus, uh oh there's going to be a new crate. Uh, there's going to be a new arena. It's just like, yeah. and it's awesome that they're continuing to, ve to develop it and it's amazing that it has had that sustainability. I mean, you said 40 million, 40 million players is insane. So, it's awesome that they've reached that, especially for a game that was what, free for us? Yeah, right? even PS Plus, yep. I mean, it was a free PS Two Plus years game. Ago. Yeah, and I mean, how much money have you pumped into it? Because I've pumped in probably over $100. Oh, uh, not that much. I'd say like, Maybe. I'd probably say 40 Yeah, no, I've pumped definitely over $100 into it. So you have a problem. Yeah. <laughs> and I still get called noob. <laughs> I got called noob the other night, and I got I, thought I got said said several things actually. And at first, yeah, I couldn't even tell if the guy was talking to me. And then I was like, "Oh no, he is trash talking me," because we had just scored. And I was like, "Well, that's not a very kind thing to say to someone that you just that just assisted in your goal." Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he told me to f off, and I was like, "Well, no, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense." Maybe he's talking about the other team. Like, "Ha, we we scored on you," and then I realized, "Oh no." I missed the ball, and he's like, you know, how are you a platinum ball? And I was like, well, oh, so that F-off was actually to me before. Yeah, exactly. Um, but anyway, we're, we're digressing. But I guess the question I have, too, then, is because, like, I know you and I buy stuff. When you buy a game, if you don't open it right away, when do you consider it part of your backlog? Is it because you didn't open it right away and you tossed it aside? Does that, is that automatically throw it in the backlog pile? Well, I remember, in that sense, I remember, um, oh, gosh, what was it? Probably three, four years ago now. Mm -hmm. I think it was before. Well, no, wait. How long's how long's PS4 been out? Yeah, it's in its fourth year, right? Okay. 2014. So wow, maybe so five, six years ago then. When we, you and I both went kind of crazy on Black Friday and bought 
a crap ton of games. Yeah. I mean, there were games that instantly became part of my backlog. As soon as I bought it, like, <laughs> L.A. Noir, I bought it because it was like 10 bucks. I would have loved to have played it. I heard it was a great game. Still never played it. Need for Speed Borderlands 2. I really enjoyed... I, I mean, I, I enjoyed Borderlands uh, IP, but did I touch it? Nope. nope. You know, and it's one of those things... Uh, especially around the holidays and you get kind of into that thing where like oh yeah this is such a good deal I can get it but when you really break it down if it goes into your backlog like that I'm about to set my money on fire well even that like just wait just wait until you think you can get to it and by the time you get to it it'll be that cheap again unless it's near automata (laughs) yeah of course (laughs) exactly unless it's near and then you know, your, your SOL. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, I mean, I think it really just depends. It depends on how quickly games come out, mm-hmm. how quickly the IPs that you are interested in as a gamer are making things. Like, I mean, I kind of got burned out, like you, on on uh, Assassin's Creed games because they were pumping them out every year. Mm-hmm. And it was great to have an Assassin's Creed game every year. However, when you're pumping, when you have to put in, what, I think each of those were probably, if you wanted to do everything, probably 40 to 50 hours, right? Easily. Yeah, I mean, when you're, when so many games are coming out each year, or you have a game with the replayability because it's competitive, like Rocket League, that stuff gets put into the backlog a lot sooner. Oh, it does, yeah. more things are coming out, you want to buy the newest, greatest thing, and not even necessarily that, but you just like those games and if you like that kind of game so then it's kind of like out of sight out of mind yeah so i think things can can very easily become backlogged when especially around this time of year uh or you know this past couple months where you know it's the holiday season so they're pumping out games like that they're they're putting everything's coming out because like oh well this is when people are going to buy it so this is when we you know, first quarter is not safe anymore because if you look at January through March, the past couple of years, that's yeah. a bloodbath too. And so now we're only, and this is when I, this is why I'm actually hoping the Spider-Man game this year comes out this summer because uh-huh. we're in such a crowded space in both um, winter and uh, the beginning of the year, right? It's a holiday time, but then also January through February, March, and, and April has gotten so busy that really you only have the summer anymore. And then, of course, I mean, nobody's going to take that chance because they want people. People want to be outside, but it's tough and it's it's funny to me because I was thinking about my backlog the other day, and I've finished New Colossus, but I still want to get some of the trophies. I'm not getting mine leaving because that's that's our next topic is like uh, oh trophies are just making me mad. But yeah. I still count that as part of my backlog, even though I beat it. Because I don't feel like I finished with it. You know what I mean? I feel like I beat the game. So that's their thing, too. It's funny to me how my backlog still constitute games that I've already beaten. Um, Dark Souls 3, I never got to the Ring City DLC. I never got to any of the DLC. So it's now part of my backlog. Horizon Zero Dawn. Part of my backlog. Because I platinum that thing. You did, too, right? Oh, yeah, I platinum that. I haven't touched Frozen Wilds. I bought it. I bought Frozen Wilds. I have it. Downloaded. I haven't touched it yet. Yeah, so it's the same thing. So technically, a game I've already beat is now backlog because of DLC. Exactly. Um, and so I don't think backlog ever... I don't think... I actually was going to try this last year, and I, I couldn't. There was just too many good games coming out. And I, I say I'm going to try it again this year. Again, there are too many good games coming out, so I probably will fail horribly. I was actually not going to buy anything until I finished my backlog, which means I probably wouldn't buy anything until 2019. If I skip all of 2018, guess what I've got? I've got a backlog. Backlog of stuff that you have to buy slash... 
taken care of. Yeah. And so, yeah. I mean, that's going to probably continue until I'm retired. And by then, I probably won't be able to play because my fingers will be so crippled. But, um, you know, what am I supposed <laughs> to do at that point? Well, that's the thing. Like, I mean, even if you tried... I mean, are you really going to go without Far Cry 5? Yeah, or Spider-Man or Detroit Become Human. You know, I, it probably won't come out this last this year, but Last of Us Part 2. Or whenever right. Death Stranding, you know, comes out in 2025 because Kojima takes forever to make stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's tough. On top of that, then there's games that, that they remaster. Yeah, because I haven't played this since PS2. Shadow of Colossus is on my to-buy list because... I've I never played it. it. Oh, dude, it's so good. It's So then there's another game I should play... And we'll probably also go to my backlog right away. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't even want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> fair enough, so fair enough. fair enough, we'll move on. And you know what? Actually, I, I guess I'm, I'm on PSN profiles. I don't know if you are. I don't think you are. But it tells you how many games you've played. It tells me how many games you've completed. It tells you what your average completion rate is and everything like that. Oh, that, the, the website PSN profiles. Yeah. I'd have to check and see if I'm part of that or not. I I, I need to join it because I do like those those stats they keep. Yeah, and so I have 34% completion rate. I have 7,000 unearned trophies. And I have played 292 games since I've, that it, it logs back to. And so um, wow. I have only finished... Well, completion, I think they actually count as uh, platinuming but or 100%ing. But it's the idea I've only done a third of what I played. And I have 7,000 over 7,000 unearned trophies for... 290 games that's absurd well there's the other thing though like I mean and this is gets into what you were talking about like with like ridiculous trophies how many of those are are those kind of trophies where there's just no way you're gonna do that yeah and so this is a segment I'm gonna do every week it's called I call it atrophy right a little play on it it's a trophy and so this is just a trophy that just plain old makes me angry when I think about getting it or trying to earn it. Um, and for a while, there was the one in Titanfall 2 with that 30-second run through the perfect score, run through that training bit. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I never earned it. But now, I, I think, you know, in Ruiner, because Ruiner, dude, Ruiner, you know I love to play my games on hard. I, I play through it, and, and one of the trophies is beat the game without dying. And so I thought, well, that ain't going to happen on hard mode, but I'll try hard mode because there's a trophy for hard mode. I got yeah. through the first stage. I cranked it down to normal. I am stuck for the past week in this warehouse I cannot get past it. I mean, I'm only trying 10, 15 minutes at a time because after that, I just can't do it anymore. You know, or the one I did try for a half hour. I can't get past it. And so I don't even know if I'll finish Runer. But uh, so that trophy of not dying, even I, I'm afraid even if I put it on easy mode, that's going to be impossible. But the trophy that I wanted to bring up this week, I've been playing Prey or I got back into Prey. I started it, actually, I'm on PS Profiles now. I started it. My first trophy was June 21st. So talking about backlog. My latest trophy was January 2nd. And so there was a gap of six months, one week, five days, 14 hours and 14 minutes between my the latest trophy I earned um, a couple days ago when I was playing it, or I guess a week ago now, and when I last touched it, six months went by. But the trophy that actually really makes me mad, I've been looking through it, is that, and you're familiar with Prey, right? It's like Bioshock in space, basically. Um, from what I've been playing of it, that's what it feels like. There are trophies, where is it here? And this is, might be spoilers for some people. There are trophies for going through the game with only human powers. There are trophies for going through the game with only alien powers, or what they call mimic powers. Yeah. And then there is a trophy for going through the game. I'm trying to make sure I can find them. I believe without any powers. So yeah, only human abilities. You complete the game without ever acquiring any Typhon or human ability, so that's one playthrough. You complete the game once, acquiring only Typhon powers. And, and this is the kicker for this trophy, 
and again acquiring only human abilities. And so unless you save cheat somehow, right? Maybe yeah. towards the end where you actually purchase them, you might be able to squeeze that out. Otherwise, it's three playthroughs. And yeah. I don't have time for that. And I love I, the trophy that makes me mad is I can't believe that the game has a trophy that requires you to play through with one type of powers and a second type of powers. They're not two separate trophies. It's one trophy. It's called Split Affinity. I've never uh, seen that before. So you basically have to play through it twice to get one trophy? Yes. You can, right? Like I said, you could probably save scum, right? Where you like save and do a playthrough and then maybe play through the game with no skills at all. And then maybe what you could do is towards the end, purchase the Typhoon powers play to the end and then go back to that save with no powers and then go through with so you have to play through it at least once um you could possibly do that but it just amazes me that there's one trophy for two playthroughs i've never seen that before yeah that's nuts now here's my question i and i don't i just don't know this but does prey have dlc uh i don't think they do i believe um they were I don't think they did because it didn't. It sold below expectations. Okay, so then that begs the question for me. Then is that something that developers put in there for replayability, for you know, to keep people interested in their game because they know they're not going to develop anything more for it to give people? Mm, that's what you're saying. We don't intend on it, and so therefore. We'll exactly. make these trophies in such a way, right? You know, is is it a mental thing where people are saying, "Oh, well, you know." If I really try for this trophy, I'll get 60 hours out of this game. Right. You know, and then and that becomes like a dollar an hour and that, you know, you know, the justifying the cost and that kind of. So is it, is it something that they put in for that kind of thing? Or is it just them like, huh, let's see if someone does this. Let's see if someone can do this. You know what I mean? Like, I wonder how much of a percentage that is. Like, if it's just like the developers just being mean about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Or if it's just they're like. Well, you know, maybe we're not going to develop much more for this. So if we add this kind of trophy, people will want to play it more. Right. That's, people will feel like they're getting their money's worth. Like it's just kind of like a mental trick almost. I had not thought of that the way you put that. I mean, obviously you want people to play through it multiple times. You want to get replayability out. And that's the whole point of trophies, right? That's why some of them exist. Yeah, because it's to do stuff that you hadn't thought of normally doing in the game. Right. Um, which is why I love it so much. But... I hadn't thought of it that way where we don't know, depending on the sales, we may or may not do DLC. We don't know if it'll sell well enough, but maybe we can add replayability by creating this trophy. And so, um, because it is a money thing, but I don't know. That's that's something I've never thought about. That'd be a, an interesting developer type question. I'm sure most of them tell, tell you they don't or that they don't even think of that, but I, I do wonder if there yeah. are ones that think of that out there, right? Probably also part of my backlog. Not that I own it, but my roommate does. So, I mean, I feel like it automatically becomes part of my backlog. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's absolutely true. So for the people listening, if there's a trophy that makes you mad or a trophy that just broke you down trying to get it, uh, do email me or at weare1ur2 at gmail.com or hit me up on Twitter at PSGamerFans, F-A-N-Z, and let me know and we can start talking about trophies that you've you've experienced that just yeah. irritate the crap out of you. For me, and it's because it was a glitch. But it's that feather, stupid feather trophy from Assassin's Creed 2. The only reason I don't have that platinum. I've collected all 100 feathers, but I did not get the trophy for that. And it, it irks me to this day. You know what? 
It's funny you say that because I did not get the platinum for Assassin's Creed 3. Because do you remember that side mission where they're supposed to do something from like a UFO or something up in the tree? Yes. There was nothing in the tree for me. Yep. It just didn't exist. And so that, it's so funny you said Assassin's Creed because, yeah, if you were talking about trophies that just make me mad, um, right? That's one that I I actually still get bitter about when I think about it. Yeah, I think glitch trophies are what make me the most mad. Because if I, if it's a game that I know that I think like or that I know that I want to platinum, and there's those glitch things, I feel like even if you know about the glitch because you look at like ps4trophies.org or what is it? I think it's ps-trophies.org. I don't know. I, there's a there's I use a website like them mm-hmm. as guides most of the time because they just I feel like they are above and beyond with how they are with like they they map it out for you if you want to you know if you really want to go for it and like you know kind of map out like how many hours it'll take you how many playthroughs so i I like them as a website to when i'm when i want to platinum something but yeah i think it's just one of those things where i don't i guess i just it bugs me that you know they glitch out oh yeah oh yeah nothing would break me down faster than a glitched trophy yeah the one thing i wonder and you know and this was like obviously assassin's creed definitely had those kind of glitches and, and you know i bet you it had to do with or at least partially it had to do with the fact that they were churning them out yeah. once a year qa testing is kind of tough yeah exactly but i wonder how much that happens nowadays i feel like trophy glitches yeah i'm playing undertale right now on vita and there is a potential one i can't remember what it is which by the way undertale fantastic game it's only it's only going to take me about three or four hours to complete and so if you can get it cheap get it cheap but it's yeah it's one of the only, what I love about it, it's one of the only games you can go through and you don't have to kill anything. You can actually talk your way out of every fight. Wow. And so, but I, it still does happen. I mean, I've, I've seen, um, what else was I trying to platinum recently or playing recently? And I, I read about it um, on PlayStation trophies. I was reading about it being glitched and uh, it was it was weird conditions. Thankfully, I didn't run into it. But yeah, it definitely still happens. It's just, it happens more with Assassin's Creed, I think. Um, <laughs> The next thing I want to talk about, or just mention briefly, is the PS Drop. And so Ryan Clements on the PlayStation blog every week tells us about the new PlayStation games that are coming out. And so these are the ones that came out January 9th, or this past week, two, uh, a couple days ago since we're recording this. Uh, and so I wanted to run through these. And I, what I'd actually like you to do, Matt, is I want, I'm just going to read you the... Uh, I'm going to read you the titles. It's a shame you're not here. By the way, Matt's in Chicago and I'm in North Carolina, so we're doing this via phone. But it's a shame you can't see the pictures of some of the the covers of these games. If you ever go to the PS blog, some of the pictures that they choose for the cover art is fantastic. But these are the games that are being released this week. I'm going to read you a description of them and you tell me what will be your pick of the week. Okay. Based on, you know, if I just wanted to buy something new this week because I didn't have a backlog. And Um, these are... PSN games? Some of them are digital. Some of them might be physical. I think this week is all digital because there's nothing big coming out, right? We don't have any big games this week, so these are all digital. And these are big games. It would include include everything, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So when, like, Horizon comes out, he puts it on the drop. When anything big comes out, he'll tell you. So the first one's called The Count Lucaner, and it's on Vita. It's digital. Join Hans in a fantasy world and experience a unique adventure full of surprises and challenges. Get hooked on an immersive tale where every decision counts and every clue is a piece to solve the puzzle and get the treasure. That's our first pick. I don't know. I like the name Hans. So this one came out 110, which was yesterday, if you're, if, as we're recording this. Energy Invasion on PS4 and PS Vita. It's digital. Energy Invasion, an arcade game inspired by the classic Breakout. Unlike the original game, your ball does not break blocks on its own, but can launch missiles in a chosen direction. I do like the original Breakout, but that twist might throw me off. 
Okay. Continue. Happy Drummer on PS4. It's digital. It's out 111. So today, if as we're recording this, Happy Drummer is easy to play. All the in-game music was tailor-made by different composers worldwide, perfectly mixed to take you into a fully immersive world. Do what you will with that one. I mean, I like I like the, that it's different composers worldwide. I think that's kind of a cool thing. Go ahead. I think you're just lying about all these. Uh, little, <laughs> little Red Lie. PS4, PS Vita Digital. Little Red Lies, a narrative-focused, interactive fiction experience that reduces the traditional nine-verb adventure game structure down to a single, context-dependent interaction. Lie. What? Uh, <laughs> what is the nine... What? Read me that sentence about the nine-verb I Yeah, I mean, I don't know who writes these. Little Red Lies, a narrative-focused, interactive fiction experience that reduces the traditional nine-verb adventure game structure down to a single, context-dependent interaction. Lie. I don't even know what a nine-verb adventure game is. I don't even. I mean, I, I, at the risk of sounding stupid. You don't know about uh, traditional nine-verb adventure games? <laughs> I missed the boat, apparently. I can't even tell you a single one. I'll tell you what, I'm going to read you the description of this next one. You tell me what you think of the name of the game is. How's that? Let's switch it Okay, sure. Yeah. So this one's PS4. It's digital. It's out 111. Blank is a strategy game where you guide a group of space settlers trying to establish an outpost on a remote planet. In the game, you play the role of the base architect and manager, telling your colonists where to build the structures they will need to survive. Mm, I feel like it's a stupid play on words. It's probably called... Mar Markitect, like Mars Architect. <laughs> you were close. It is a dumb play on words. It's called Planet Base. Oh man. <laughs> so close enough. Yeah. Oh, you won't you wouldn't get this next one, but I do like the name of this next one. So this is also out on PS4 digital. It's called Plox Neon. Okay. So like very vibrant poop? Yeah, it's got a very actually you know what's funny? The the graphic, the it looks like a little blue turd in a way. <laughs> So maybe that is. Plox Neon's classic visuals and exciting music turn this action-packed puzzle game into an entrancing experience. Use your wits to find the best way to clear areas of the map and trap monsters to earn points. See, entrancing experience with music and lights just seems that to me sounds like seizure. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> you know what I mean, like this. Be careful. This, 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 is, this is a game that definitely has like one of those seizure warnings in the beginning. Like, you know. If this certain pattern of lights and music may trigger you, good. So this ne- this is the last one for this week. Uh, it's out on PS4 Digital. I'll let you guess the title of this one. You won't ever get it, but I, I want to see if you even get some of it. Um, because I don't even... By the title, it sounds absurd. Um, many a century ago, in a land far away, a mighty king faces rebellion. This was the beginning of the most epic struggle between good and evil ever seen. That's the description? That's, that's it. <laughs> Read it one more time. Read it one more time. Many a century ago, in a land far away, a mighty king faces rebellion. This was the beginning of the most epic struggle between good and evil ever seen. Let's see. Good and evil. Give me a, a good title for this. Big struggle between good and evil. Um, Create a kingdom. Uh, what? Create a kingdom. Create a kingdom. Is this like kingdom. actual title? No, 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 no. Create a kingdom oh. for me because it looks like the name of a ti- uh, kingdom here. Oh, well, I mean, if it's epic battle, it's called Angelicon. You know what I mean? Angelicon, it's a one-word title? Yep. Okay. I mean, that's the, that's where all the battles began, Angelicon. Angelicon. I mean, yep. Right next to uh, Battalion. It's it's yeah. near dear cousin. Um, yeah. So this one's called Sword of Fortress, the Anno Anno Museum, Anumism, Anno Museum. 
Sword of Fortress? Sword of Fortress. I, think that's, I feel like that's a typo. It's going to be Sword of the Fortress. Yeah, you would think so, right? Well, I mean, yeah. the, 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 the subtitle is called The Ano... O-N-O-M-U-Z-I-M. Anomusum? Sure. I hope it has dialogue because I'd love to know how that's said. Yeah. I wonder if there's a trailer for it. We'll have to, I'll have to look and see. That's that's got to have like an epic trailer. You know what I mean? It's got to have. It's got to have an epic trailer. I mean, come on. With a title like that, of course it has to have an epic trailer. I mean, there'll definitely be a sword in the trailer. Oh yeah, totally. There'll probably be a fortress. And uh, I mean, nine times out of ten, there's gonna be an omnizum thing. So. <laughs> <laughs> You know who Jim Sterling is? Uh, mm, sounds familiar, but he does Jim impressions. Uh, he's a he's a famous YouTuber. Um, oh, okay. The, if this is any indication of what this game may be like, he says this is called his, the title of his video is called "Sword of Fortress: The Anu Museum." The PS4 farted on its own balls. <laughs> well, that I mean, I feel like uh, that sums it up. Yeah, that. It might be your winner. I, yeah. The, well, now that you see, yeah. Sorry, I do. I do recognize. Yeah, the Jim Pressions. I, I do know who you're talking about. Okay. Now. I don't know. I, it's either that one or the Hans game. Right. I mean, Hans is sticking with me. You know what I mean? There's something about Hans that I want to figure out what's going on with him. You know what I mean? I want to know what exactly. What Hans, he's after. Yeah. And then how how my decisions for Hans will affect his life. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. If you recommend that, I'm going to recommend Little Red Lie because I want to know what the single verb adventure game is like versus the nine verb adventure game. I do like I do like the thought of a game based on the fact that that's all you have to do is lie. Yeah. yeah. I think that is a that is an interesting concept. Uh, but if that's all you do. <laughs> oh, it's apparently it's an iOS phone game as well. So maybe, uh, maybe uh, it's maybe it's cheap. It looks like one of those little eight bit games. I don't know. Hmm. Whatever. Oh well. All right. Uh, no, so my question is, if it's a single verb and the verb is lie, do you not? Do you? Are you stationary then, and people come to you and ask you questions? Oh, I don't know. You know what I mean? It is context-dependent. a verb, if you can't run, a verb, if you can't climb, a verb, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I, <laughs> Oh, so you're playing on the word lie there, literally. Well, that's, I mean, that's the one, from the description, that's what it seems like, right? Well, I was thinking, you know how there's little white lies? It says little red lie, and so I was wondering if it was like... You people fib to you, and you have to say lie or not lie. Well, not lies, two words. But no, well, it's only one verb, so I guess you're okay. I don't yeah. know. Uh, yeah. Well, whatever. That's my pick for the week. Um, maybe, maybe if someone, maybe cause, maybe it's a red lie because you have to murder them when they're lying. <laughs> maybe. I mean, it you is. I mean? It is rather ominous artwork. Like she, yeah. she's the whole thing is red. So you know, it might be that. It's clearly for death and blood. Probably. Yeah. All right. So actually, what well, actually I'm surprised about is for the Vita being dead. That's at least how many games? Uh, one, a two, uh, three games this week for Vita, and three or four for. How many it takes to get to the center of a Exactly. 
Um, yeah, I, I, I agree. I feel like this meat is dead, but I don't know. I think, but, but, is it? Ju- are they just for Vita though, or are they crossplay? Oh, uh, well, actually, Count Lucanor, your one with Hans that you're fascinated by, is Vita only. Energy okay. Evasion is cross. Um, oh, it's also out on PS4. Little Red Lies also out on PS4. And so I guess there's really one Vita exclusive game this week. Um, yeah. The one that you pick, Hans. And so for the 10 people besides us that own um, a Vita, you know, they have something to look forward to that's an exclusive. So not even exclusive, but it's probably on Obviously iOS. Xbox does not care about handhelds. Right. Right. I mean, there's nothing in their repertoire. Right. No, it's dead. And and um, when I, I want to say it was Andrew House before he left said that um, they were going to focus all their energy on VR and that they had tried with Vita, but they felt like that was not their space. Um, and I don't blame them. Uh, you know, if VR is going to is already profitable for you and VR is already selling better than you expected, why even blink and think about anything else? Focus on that. I mean, PS4 is so successful, they're running away with it. Why even bother? And so... of course. um, Yeah, and and the other thing is, you're competing against the best video game company in the world as far as handhelds, and that's Nintendo. Yeah, who is sounding like gangbusters. Yeah, if if there's nothing that that Nintendo doesn't do right, I mean, it's... They are just amazing at handhelds. And as far as marketing, I was just reading an article about the Switch and like how they've, they're really good at walking that fine line of like, they have stock, but they kind of don't have stock. Yeah. You know, like, like, of avail- like that fine line of availability slash exclusivity, exclusivity, like, you know, like, oh, well, you know, I can find this, but I'm going to really have to search for it. I'm going to have to go to a couple of different stores to get it. Yeah. And I thought that was a very interesting article. And it, it is. It's something that do really well. Mm-hmm. And to tie that into the, the, the main topic real quick, sure. I feel like that's another thing that adds to the backlogs because you have all this nostalgia gaming coming out now. You have, like, the NES Mini. You have the Super NES Mini. You know, you have, I mean, I'm sure Sega has. I know I know. I have, a, like, a little handheld with a bunch of Sega games on it. Like, you have all these things that are, you know... Competing. Nostalgic gaming. And that just adds to your backlog. Yeah. Because this is a new and better thing that's coming out, even though it's not new. Or, I mean, even though the games aren't new. I mean, obviously, there is the one new game for the mini Super, Super NES, the Star Fox 2, that was never released. Right. Um, but, you know, these are games that are, you know that you've played how many times because they're that old. Right. But you keep going back to them. Yeah. Yeah. And, I and mean, that's, we play those. I would play, huge. I would, I mean, I, it's been a long time, but I'm sure I would remember most every level of Super Mario World. Oh yeah. Same here. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's just kind of like that, 
nostalgia and it kind of like all kind of clicks and comes back to you and just creates that kind of even deeper backlog. Yeah. And yeah, and I know I like to, I mean, I don't ever get to, but I would always love to go back and play certain games again. Um, I keep telling myself I'm actually this year, I'm going to make sure I play through near Automata again, not to bring that up again, but yeah, you know, game of the year. Well, the thing, like, <laughs> I bought the, the Bioshock collection. I fully intended to play through all of those again. And I, I just never did. Yeah. Like I, I love Bioshock. That I love that oh. franchise. Well, I mean, I have a tattoo of it, so you, you know. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, you know, it's just one of those things where even to get back to amazing games that you played before because you want to play them again because they've been remastered or whatever, another thing that adds to the backlog, all these remastered games. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, it's just... It's hard. It's just hard with everything new coming out or everything being rebranded as new, like remastered, or like nostalgia gaming coming out in a new form. You know, even if it's just recycled gaming like that, it's still new, right? Right. And it's still taking away from the brand, like legitimately brand new things Yeah. that you want to play or need to play or, you know, or catch your attention. Yeah. So, um, I'm going to mention real quick too while we're here, and that's that's actually done with a drop there. I just wanted to mention real quick PSN profiles, some trophies that popped up. Uh, I was looking to see if there was anything new. Of course, the games we just went through popped up. Uh, There's some Japanese stuff that I can't even read. Looks like something called One More Dungeon has some, is either coming out or I don't know what that is. I guess there's trophies that have popped up for that. Um, no one has them, so clearly that game's not out yet. Pop-Up Pilgrims, maybe something to look forward to. Hob looks like it has some new trophies, um, which Hob is actually in my my backlog, too, right now. Um, what is that? Uh, it's like a puzzle platformer. Sounds like a Vita game. No, it's a PS4-only game. Uh, it looks sweet. I mean, look it up. It's it's a puzzle platformer. Um, and then something called Bleed 2. H-O-B, Hob. Hob, yep. Um, let me see. There's not a whole lot else. The Onion Knights, that sounds kind of interesting. Um, mainly because it makes me think of Dark Souls. Praise the sun. Um, yeah, so that, no one's earned that, so that looks like that's new too. Um, yeah, I'm going to throw that in there every time I can. Uh, but that's really, uh, that's about it. Uh, so the only other thing I want to mention is... Uh, before we kind of begin to wrap things up here, uh, we usually have a segment called Trophy Case. And so yeah. that's a segment where I'd like to be able to highlight where readers write in about a trophy they're proud of earning and experience they'd like to share that comes along with it as well. Um, I did get an email this week, uh, not related to that, from uh, Shane. And uh, he just wanted to thank... Uh, us for doing this podcast and he mentioned uh one of the games we're talking about backlog i think it ties in nicely with this he says he has yet to even touch fallout far harbor or any of the other downloadable content um don't even get me started on fallout i, I don't even think i finished fallout 4 <laughs> i did a platinum that sucker and and yeah. uh then i never went back um and so he, he mentions that one as, as something that he's been struggling with. And so um, I don't have our topic yet for next week, but uh, if there's a topic that somebody wants to suggest, feel free to email me or hit me up on Twitter. I've mentioned that multiple times now, so you should know that email address. It's the same as the podcast. Um, but trophy case, I was going to ask you, Matt, before I talk about my proudest trophy that I, I can think of for this week, um, is there one that really sticks out in your mind that you really, maybe even recent, are really proud of earning? 
I'm actually I'm on my PlayStation and kind of like looking through the games that I've played and um, I'd say um, I'd probably have to say the Platinum for um, New Order okay. because uh, I mean I don't know I I mean I love Platinums I love you know having Don't to go, go through them and yeah right exactly who doesn't but I, I'm not a huge fan of the playing stuff on difficulty on like the hardest setting and trying to go through that and that kind of grind annoys me I would rather play through on easy and not have to die every like three or four seconds you know because because I am definitely a run and gun kind of play style. <laughs> yeah. So it you know so to kind of like go through to completely change my play style and the play style I've had for I mean how many years now you know is is different and I think that that's one of the things I'm most proud of because I just it's just not it's just not within my play style to kind of do that kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like to kind of switch myself up a little bit and like challenge myself a little bit better with with the first person shooter. I did kind of just say, you know what, I am going to do this. And again, it's not a super difficult one. It's certainly not the the Wolfenstein Two Mein Lieben that you know everyone hates. I mean, there's even like. I think I, I saw like a top ten most ridiculous trophies, and that was number one. Like, you know. Yeah, and I've actually saves. considered that one for for my atrophy um, yeah. conversation this week, but I decided not to because I didn't want some bad memory of of it. <laughs> exactly. So I mean, there's there's definitely no way that I will <laughs> play that. Um, well, don't forget, you have to beat the game the first time to actually unlock that difficulty. And so well, yeah, it's, a, exactly. it's a second run through, let alone right. no saves, no, no deaths. There's no way I'm going to play that second run through like that. Because, I mean, and that's one of the reasons I didn't Platinum uh, Bioshock Infinite was the 1999 mode. Oh, right. Where it, like, kicked you out to the main menu. And, I mean, you at least got to save, but I think it's still screwed with your money or something like that mm-hmm. but yeah I, I'd say that's my proudest okay. you know it's funny you mentioned the running gun because uh, Doom is really good for that I know that's in your backlog uh, yeah. because I bought it for you but for sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> mine's actually mine. my most recent one that I am proud of actually if it was Ruiner I would say it would be finishing Ruiner um, on hard difficulty but it's not it's actually finishing and it's funny how hard difficulty kind of almost makes that trophy so worthwhile is actually finishing a uh, new Colossus on I am death incarnate uh, because I've yeah. a Facebook group I belong to somebody had talked about how they started on call me terror Billy, which is the uh, one to third difficulty and it's right above normal. And, uh, or no, it's, 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 uh, no, yeah, it's, one or two above normal. I can't remember now. I'm trying to think of the menu because there's also the crybaby one. I forgot. Um, but well, crybaby is like the 
easiest, right? And so, yeah, you yeah. got easy, normals bring them on, hard would be do or die, call me terribly is like very difficult. And then I am Death and Carmen is pretty much the one right below mine, Lieben. Um, right. I finished it on that and I could not run and gun. And uh, this isn't necessarily spoiling anything, but there is a scene in which you are in a room. Um, where you have to grab a weapon off of off of a guy before you can even begin fighting, and I must have played that scene for two hours straight. Oh I God. wanted to gouge my because it's also there's a lot of wood around you, and so naturally because they're firing at you, the wood just peels away. Right. And so there is no solid hiding spot, and there are heavy tank enemies, and I just so I'm glad I beat I am death and on I am death incarnate. In fact. On PSN profiles, it's four percent of people have earned a four point six. Overall, on PlayStation, point eight of people have earned it. That's nuts. And so I'm I'm pretty proud of that one. I mean, Witcher Three is always been my proudest platinum, but I'm pretty proud of that proud of that one because uh, I, that that scene that I, I'm not going to spoil for anybody literally made me question whether or not I should drop the difficulty. And I very rarely do that. I mean, obviously, Ruiner's already pushed me to that point where I dropped it. But Yeah. Um, so, all right. So that's Trophy Case, right? And that's just the same where I just want to be able to talk about um, a trophy we're proud of. And, and again, if you are have a trophy you're proud of or a trophy that makes you mad or just broke you down, um, if you have a topic you want to suggest, feel free to write in. Um, hit me up on Twitter. Write into we are one you are 2 um, at gmail.com. It's something that uh, I want to make this podcast shape it around your experiences and us be able to talk about your experiences more than ours because, quite honestly, I'm going to run out of those eventually. Um, and then I'm going to have to invite Matt back every week and Are you he's going to run out of them. Because, I mean, I feel like <laughs> you've been gaming, as have I, for a long time. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. I, I don't even want to talk about it. Um, <laughs> so many hours. So many. Right. You know how they talk about man hours in hockey, how many man hours have been lost that season? Oh my gosh! If you put my life in terms of hockey with man hours, I probably have lost multiple seasons worth of men, right? Like in terms of my my gameplay hours. Yeah, exactly. Um, the man hours you've put into gaming. Yeah, yeah, that's probably just The Witcher. I lost, mul- I mean, almost two hundred yeah. hours there. So whatever. Uh, I'll never do that again. Uh, so that's pretty much going to wrap it up. Usually, I wrap up with a PlayStation personal memory, but I think we we've gone through um, quite a bit, and unless you have a personal memory that you want to share something that just really stuck out to you over the past few years or something with PlayStation that there's a a fond memory Um, I'm not going to share one this week because I shared one last week mine was about The Walking Dead um, which Shane also wrote in about and I talked about how that was the one that that was the one game that like broke me down yeah like I cried a little bit at the end I just couldn't help it that end of season one there just broke me down and Forever, that, forever, I will remember that game for that reason um, because that's one of the few and only games that has ever done that to me. But I don't know if you have anything you wanted to share. I mean, nothing that broke me down, and and this is like I'm not I'm not really into like scary games. Like I Outlast, I just can't I can't even play. Like <laughs> right. I, like I'll get like 20 minutes into it. I'm just like, no, I no, no, thank you. But um, just because it's on my screen and I bought this 10th anniversary theme but like the Bioshock Mm -hmm. and um, I forget where exactly you are but you kind of go into like the the Cohen kind of area Yes. and there's this one room you go into 
it's just filled with like standing water. Not much. I think there's just like these statues there. Oh, you go yes. over to this desk. You go over to this desk, and or maybe maybe there aren't statues. And I forget. Either way, you go to the desk. You turn around, and they're just there. Yes, I do and remember it that. Just, it freaked me out so much because at the time I think I was like downstairs in my basement alone at like two in the morning. I'm just like. Um, I'm going to have to walk by these guys and turn this off soon because this is just a little too freaky for me. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's that that stuff like in games and a game that's not necessarily terribly terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Um I love those moments. As much as it freaks me out, I I enjoy those moments where it's just like where they've written into the code where, like, you know, because, I mean, it basically is, you know, once you cross this line of code, you, when you turn back around, there they are, right? Mm-hmm. Just yeah. those kind of things that they add to that, like developers do to kind of, like, freak you out or, like, you know, you know, add to the atmosphere of the game. Right. I love. Oh, yeah, I do, too. I absolutely. Yeah. Um, well, Matt, I want to... Um, our time's up basically uh, we've covered everything we need to cover this week these are the segments that are going to try and make up this podcast every week I want to thank you for dropping by uh, yeah absolutely you know, I mean, maybe, you know, whenever you need me to drop by yeah maybe we'll do this again um, telephone call away yeah exactly we'll, we'll do that we'll definitely do this again um, again you can find this is we are one you are two PlayStation podcast you can find us on SoundCloud you can find me on iTunes uh, hopefully in the future on YouTube I'd like to do a video version of this podcast as well uh, but really what that relies on is your donations over at Patreon and so if you'd like to subscribe I do have tiers now open uh, special rewards for members who Uh, want to get a little bit more out of this podcast every week. So go over there, check that stuff out. Uh, Again, rate us on iTunes, subscribe, share. That's the biggest thing you can do is share us. Um, This is just a small little dream of mine, but it's something I want to make into something bigger. And so if you can make that happen, let's let's make it happen. Uh, So again, thank you all for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. 